in my head equate it to so like baseball like early 1900s you could go to a baseball game that was cool you know 10 years later i can listen to a baseball game that's happening in the same time and then you know 20 years later i can watch a game and now this is like the next step i can like experience a game it's different it's different than watching it like you are there experiencing this game just like someone besides the smell of the popcorn and stuff you are experiencing it just like someone who's sitting there Hello and welcome back to For the Future, where we break down today's tech news for anyone and everyone. This is Mark. And this is Michael. And we've been gone for a little bit. Uh, we're, we're getting busy, right? Uh, holidays, New Year, so uh, hopefully January people 17th, still stick around. You know? <laughs> everyone's, still cleaning up for, everyone's still cleaning up from that, uh, that wild uh, New Year's party you threw. Um, yeah, right, we're, yeah, we're getting back in the swing of things. Mark's got some big news, though, and partially contributed to why we've been a little tardy yeah, that's a great point i <laughs> am now an official homeowner look at me living the american dream i guess hell yeah so yeah that's been uh quite the experience so in a good way but it's just busy you got to set up your house and had no really recording space so it's good to be somewhat settled in now and get back to some some normalcy what, what would you say like percentage wise like how moved in are you I'm going to say just because I kind of got my gaming nook back up. Oh, that were, you know, I'd say around 80%. I feel like that's pretty good. Like in a month and a half or so. Like yeah, we've been I feel like, like that's pretty good. We've had a few friends over um, and they've been like, oh, you guys are like moved in, moved in. We're like, yeah, we got we got stuff set up. Furniture. The kitchen mm. looks like we've lived here for a bit in a clean way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been good. We've been making, we've been putting some work in. Is it weird having your own house? It is. Or just very nice. It's very nice. All right. Yeah. I don't think weird's the right word. It's happy. It it makes you, it makes me feel good. I mean, after two years, like part of COVID and just like, you know, being in a shared space, it's nice to have our own space. So yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Definitely coming, coming from that for sure. I mean, yeah, I can imagine. I don't know. I feel like the yeah. jump from like your own apartment to like your own house is like cool. I have a yard, like I have a garage kind of thing. Yeah. I, I know it's more than that, but yeah. it's like, but if you go from like shared to like your own house, like that, mm-hmm. that's a huge, that's a huge step up. So yeah, congrats yeah. to you, you and Mel. That's awesome. Yes, thank <laughs> you. And so, you know, a nice pivot and why we kind of brought this up is that I have started using if then, then that, the <laughs> IFTTT, which we have talked about in a previous episode. I've, trying to make this house you know smart just like the the favorite disney channel movie michael did you ever watch that are you a disney kid oh yeah smart house yeah that's me that that's one. what i'm trying to do here <laughs> so it's start oh this was probably a, a thing that we should talk about is that i am a smart google home user i'm not an apple i had some of the equipment the house came with a nest and so i was like it kind of makes sense just to keep with the google thing so i got a cool a nice google speaker that like is actually sounds really nice and is in Mm -hmm. our main living area so it works to control the lights and stuff but what i want to talk about with my my little if then then that is that this is what i think is really cool we have i put phillips hughes lights outside our front door there's two outside our front door 
and there's three right above the garage door. Mm-hmm. So there's five lights outside in total. And so the uh, IFTTT, what do you call it, like module or I don't even know what you call them. Uh, uh, almost like an app, isn't it? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Applet. Kind They're called of applets. Applets. That's yeah. Yeah. So the applet I found is made by someone, um, but it, it works with Philips Hughes. And what it does is every day uh, at sunset, so it looks at the sunset for your area and it says, okay, that your sunset happens at 532. So at 532 that day, my outside lights will turn on, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice because, you know, in the summer sunsets, you know, way late and like mm-hmm. eight or something. And in the winter it's 430. So instead of having your lights turn on every day at six, so you have darkness and light, you know, in the different seasons, it'll be perfect. It'll turn on exactly when I need them to and not any mm-hmm. sooner or not any later. Cool. So yeah, That's awesome. I, I enjoy that. You. And then I have a, Step I know it, it's kind of fun. Using IFTTT. I know. Man, look at that. I will and say my for only... the perfect application for it, hooking up a Google like base station to mm-hmm. Philips Hughes, which are not the same brand right now. I think there is yep. some compatibility, right? Because they're huge players. I'm sure they have some some crosstalk, yeah. but that's cool so within, that yeah, using IFTT to stick them together, right? Yeah. So within the Google Home app, you set up like, oh yeah, I use Philips Hughes. And so then it brings all your lights into it and you have to sort them then within the app. Um, so they do talk to each other, which is really nice. But it was it was cool to watch the first day as my I left like the lights were off and I was like, okay, I got the notification that at you know four thirty three the lights will turn mm-hmm. on and I just wait there just sitting. I'm like, there they go click. Do I'm it. like, yeah, it worked. It, it like, worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So they turn on automatically with that applet, and then I have just a set time, like kind of when we go to bed, mm-hmm. that the Philips Hughes auto automation uh, takes care of. So it'll mm-hmm. turn them off every day at you know whatever specified time I choose. So I got my my outdoor lights are hands hands free. I don't touch them and they turn on every day mm-hmm. and turn off. My one gripe that I just figured out tonight is that they don't turn on to full brightness. They turn on at like mm. minimum brightness and I don't know why. So that'll be I don't know if it's in the applet or not, mm. but I got to figure out why they're dim because it's not cool i want bright it lights. works <laughs> and then like the next uh, yeah run it for a few days and you're like oh wait it only works kind of hmm. they're like yeah, it's kind of barely goes, any usually. light yeah <laughs> interesting yeah and and nice thing about that so you might be saying well why don't you just buy the um i think they make lights that have like a, a light sensor in them and stuff yep. like why don't you just buy one of those well what if mark is throwing a block party or something and wants right. the lights on he can manually just hit a button on his phone and all the lights stay on or wants to change color mm-hmm. or intensity or do other yeah. things with it. Um, all those things are now possible versus a, a hard uh, circuit that has a um, photo transistor on there to know when it's you know light and dark out to turn the lights on and off. Um, yep. Little little more intelligence built in there. A lot more you can do with it too. And yeah, other questions to ask, like... I don't know if you tested this or not, but let's say you wanted floodlights like out in the yard, like or like Christmas lights or whatever. Did you mm-hmm. test like how far your Wi-Fi goes outside your house? Is that an issue? No, um, I have it. And the nice part is that my router is centrally located in the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the outside garage lights that are smart are decently far away, and they've had no trouble connecting at all. Nice. So. I yeah that's a good question though like I wonder if I do put like some string lights out like way out in the yard or something if they will still connect great question we'll find out next year for Christmas right true (laughs) so that was our uh, our tech spotlight for the day we'll roll Mm -hmm. into our uh, 
our headline here. And what we got is uh, a follow-up on the metaverse. And basically, I watched a Packer game in the metaverse, and it was really cool. Yeah, so like explain so was it in like 360 like you could turn your head and see like up in the crowd or not is it a flat yeah really yeah, okay. no it was it was like in yeah so you were like imagine being in like a private movie theater like a private screening okay. movie theater and you could move wherever you wanted like you could you could shoot yourself into different seats so if you wanted to be really close oh. you could like you could move back you could move to the left or to the right um and there were other people there. So one of my buddies, Bryce, is actually the one that got me into getting an Oculus. And he's been the one that's been recommending me apps and, you know, what games are fun and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. when something goes on sale, whatever. So he found big screen. And his whole idea was that um, – so his family is really into sports, right? Like, they watch – like, every Sunday they sit down and just watch football. Okay, yeah. And they used to try to, like, call each other and all have the game on and, like, have, like, a – like um, just video chat or whatever, FaceTime each other. But they had problems with like the the games would be like off sync, you know, like someone in a different time zone, like NFL ticket, right. like wouldn't be running the same for whatever reason. Um, so it'd be off and one person would be like texting the group like, oh my God, touchdown. And everyone yeah, else like, is like, wait, whoa. what? We're watching the play. You know what I mean? So yeah. there, were, there were always issues with it. And it, you know, it's super impersonal. Um, that was one thing he complained about a lot. And so what he did is he got himself one, you know, Oculus and it got his dad one. And now they've been watching Packer games and football together. And like, they just hang out and chat and whatever in VR. And then the game's on in a giant, you know, 200 inch screen or whatever in front of them. Um, and it was actually, it was actually super immersive. It was fun. Um, you can throw tomatoes at stuff. You can whatever. <laughs> what? There's like you can do 3D drawing. Yeah, it's really cool. And the app is called Big Screen. Um, if you're curious, if you have um, a VR headset, I don't. I think more than just Oculus can work with it. Um, they have more than just like. And how we how we use that is basically he streamed it right. Like he presented it, so one person has access to NFL ticket or whatever it might be. Yep. There's movies. There's um, discussion boards there's like you know politics like you know if you want to get into that you can <laughs> jump into a lobby with 20 people there's you know someone discussing a certain topic there'll be people talking about crypto just general vr chat or whatever um there's movies there's games there's concerts there's uh you know sporting events whatever so there is like also an open source community to it but you can also just host like private events and you can select the venue which i thought would be dumb I thought it would be really kitschy, <laughs> like, oh, cool. Now we're in like a, you know, a 1960s drive-in movie theater and now you're, you can sit in the car and watch it, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was actually cooler than I thought. Um, and like, with just we just had three people in it. So, you know, we didn't have like a big crowd. So like we ended up going from like a really big movie theater to like a smaller, like just like a, a like a high-end like loft apartment that was like overlooking <laughs> like a cityscape. And it like, it sounds super dumb, but like, it is ridiculously immersive and you kind of forget that you're not there. Um, it was really fun. It was, yeah, it was cool to like be able to walk out on the deck and like look around and then come <laughs> back. Like, And that sounds dumb, but like you're three hours into it and like you forget that you're in VR, like in, in a weird way. Um, so it was actually very fun and you can turn and look at someone and like, you can like high five each other and stuff, which again, sounds, sounds super <laughs> lame if you're like, never used it before but 
it was it was in like the voice is really good it's super responsive um it was like i was really sitting there next to my buddy and his dad and we were like watching a football game together on the couch like it was like at someone's house yeah. but we're all in three different parts of the united states um and it's all super quick and very fast and the screen quality is actually pretty good too i won't say it's as good as your 4k whatever if you've got like a, a movie set up in your basement but it, it's pretty good general right general hd stream off of tv um it's as good as that or better but it's also blown up to be as big as a as a um you know movie theater so in my opinion it was easier to follow the ball and see what was going on and stuff and you could like jump down closer to look at something if there was a replay happening you could get like right in the front row and watch it (laughs) and i actually liked that a lot i actually thought it was really interesting and i would do it again so it, and, and I was gonna ask, like, what is the graphical level like of like these apartments? But I actually went to right now. I'm on bigscreenvr.com, yeah. and they look good. Yeah. So it's, it's not, not. I was like, is it like a weird, chunky, you know, blocky kind of looking, whatever? But it's like a nice. I don't know what they develop in, but it looks. I don't know. Nice. They. I think they they work with like what the rendering engines can handle and stuff, and I mm. think they've learned how to kind of model so that it looks nice like they didn't try to just like put like a picture you know what i mean like okay right. this is a chair and they took a picture of like a real you know marcus theater chair and like stuck it on top of it so it looked really fake they kind of mm-hmm. modeled it in 3d but it doesn't it doesn't look super cartoony but it you still like i don't know it i think it's well done um and it works for what it is and it always comes in super well like it renders really really nicely too when you're in VR. Yeah, that sounds really... I, I've i been like on the fence about getting like a VR headset. And my, I think my only reservation on not getting like a Quest 2 is the fact that I keep hearing rumors about PlayStation VR for the PS5 coming out soon. And yep. like I have a PS5. And so mm-hmm. like would I get better... Like for gaming, would I get better graphics by hooking up to my PS5? I would like to believe so. I think so. But that, that's like my one reservation. And I don't know... I Like fingers crossed it comes out in 2022. But... Yeah, and remember... Yeah. I think that would be a pass-through. So that would be your... Your PlayStation would be rendering your mm-hmm. experience using a full graphics card, right? So it would be just like right. the Quest, but like plugged into your PC. Exactly. Or streamed through from your PC over Wi-Fi. If you have Wi-Fi 6 router, you can use your PC to link directly with like the millimeter wave. Um, and that's oh, actually really? pretty good. I've done that. Yeah, and that works That works pretty good. Um, nice. It can sometimes be a little weird to get them to connect. I, I have, I've only done it a couple times and I haven't like really nailed how to get it to work nicely yet, but mm-hmm. it actually it actually works out pretty well. Um, yeah, you should you should wait on that because I know you don't have a gaming desktop, so like... Right, that's my that's, like... Yeah. That's my one reservation is that if I wanted to play some like higher fidelity games or something, I would be like, I'd either need to invest in a PC, which I don't really want to do, or I would just be stuck yeah. playing, you know, whatever, not as intense games. I could still have the experience of VR and the community and stuff, but I think it would yeah. be fun to have both the community and all that fun mm-hmm. with being able to play really nice and maybe PlayStation's going to build their own games. Like, I don't know what they have out there for like, uh, their own party games. Yeah, um, you'll but you'll have to look into nice. it and see if they let you go outside like the PlayStation Network. Because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of content developed for like Steam, like Valve, right? Yes. Because Steam makes a VR headset. 
Oculus have a, has a lot of content in it. Let's it's it's Meta, it's Facebook, right? They've got yes. a lot of money behind it. There's a lot of developers working with it. Um, so it'll kind of be like Xbox, PlayStation, you know, Nintendo back in the day, yeah. right? Like you buy into a system like for one game for exclusives. I would just look into that, but I think I think it's there. I think I think VR is there. It's um, it was fun. It was interesting. I didn't get sore. Or, like my head didn't. Like my face didn't hurt. Like my eyes weren't sore after two hours. I think if you were if you're playing like a really intense VR game where like you're flicking your, you know, you're looking back and forth and moving a lot, yeah. that can be disorienting and you can get a little sick after a while. Um, but if you're just sitting there like watching a game, it's very right. chill. It's very, it's very normal. Um, so I don't know. I think I think I'm on board with it. I think it's cool. Like I said, I would be definitely interested in. Um, in watching another football game or whatever, uh, using this again. Now here's the, here's the mic drop. Here is where this is going. <laughs> so now what they're doing is you can VR into live sporting events, um, concerts, uh, you know, speeches, whatever, any live event. Right. And what they're doing is someone will bring a 360 camera with them, like a GoPro max, right? Yep. Have it on a stick. And you can port into because, you know, the, the stadiums are all getting Wi-Fi six. It's super fast. People are streaming live from a 360 camera from live events, from concerts, from whatever. And it's actually really good. So imagine. <laughs> and right now it's free. Right now it's free. Um, or all of them I've seen are free right now. Imagine being able to just like instead of watching sports on your TV, you can be in courtside seats at, for like an NBA, you know, basketball game and you can be right there and you can flick between a couple of different cameras that are all in 360 real time. Dang. That is happening right now. I'm telling it, you, man, like, it's going to replace. It's going to completely change how people watch sports. It's complete in concerts and everything like it's oh, really sure. cool. It's really now. Imagine like you can get that level and I would even make I would even say like let's be honest going to a going to a football game when it's really like or a baseball game when it's stupid hot out and those it's those $5 tickets in August <laughs> unless like you have a really good group of friends you really like baseball you know what I mean like someone gave you the tickets yeah. like I'm not the I mean I'll just be honest I'm not the biggest sports fan in the entire world I just have a hard time saying those games are worth it you know what I mean when that's got driving to traffic you got to pay to park the food sucks it's expensive all those Mm -hmm. things or you can get and you know but it was like oh but you can get better seats you're there whatever right um you're there for the action imagine being able to be in vr at like you know the best seats in the whole house there's some guy who's just sitting there or like there's just 360 cameras there that you can flick between wherever you want to watch the game from and you can turn your head and look in the direction yeah. that you want to look, which that's what drives me crazy about like when I'm watching stuff, like I like being able to say I'm paying attention to this player or whatever's yeah. happening on this side of the field when the cameras are all going the other way. Right. Um, I but think is that this legal? I think it's huge. Is it legal? Know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm okay. I would have, I have to imagine. I don't know if it's legal or not. Maybe I'm blowing the lid on some big conspiracy thing. I'm sure eventually it'll be legit and like there will be like a VR like streaming right. package for NFL. You have to tickets. pay like, for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure they're gonna jump all over it. 
I don't know if they're just like working out a deal. I don't know if it's a guy just carrying carrying in like a, a giant camera and like just doing right. this. It gives me vibes from like you know people. Uh, you like go on those websites and you can watch movies that are in the movie theater like on some sketchy websites because yeah, and it's like a it comes across and it's, it's like <laughs> this is the like developer copy like do not distribute. And you're like sitting there with your bowl of popcorn like. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't be watching this. Uh, yeah, same same vibes I'm getting from this. But yeah, I this is what I I in my head equate it to. So like baseball, like you know whatever eighteen whatever early nineteen hundreds, you could go to a baseball game. That was cool. Yeah. You know, ten years later, I can listen to a baseball game that's happening in the same time. And then you know, twenty years later, I can watch a game. And now this is like the next step. Yeah. I can like experience a game. It's different. It's different than watching it. Like you are there experiencing this game just like someone, besides the smell of the popcorn and stuff, you are experiencing it just like someone who's sitting there. Yep. You can skip getting the beer spilled on you too, right? I mean, that's you know, so there's all the all the upsides and downsides of it. Um, and you can have multiple people in that experience with you. Right. And you know, for all of our, our listeners who are like just still getting used to like Teams chat and stuff like working remotely right now, right? Um, VR, I think, is coming to that environment. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I was, yeah, I'm saying on the big screen VR right now, it says uh, available on major platforms. And I see PlayStation is not on here, but I do see that Windows mixed reality is. So I could see that being like, oh, yeah, here, let's go to the. Let's go to the big screen and share like probably share your screens and do all that yep. stuff. But yep. then you're literally in a room together hanging out. I, yep. I, I think that's great. I think it's a way better alter- alternative to working remote. Yeah. If you like, like some people are their own person and they like to be by themselves and mm-hmm. that's great for them. But I'm sure there is a large group of people that misses that kind of human interaction. Yep. Just past a video. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, I mean, having your, you probably see the same thing, right? There's, there's certain groups that like cameras off, right? We're all just chatting mm-hmm. to each other on the computer screen and whatever. You're sitting there like flipping through whatever on the side or looking at your phone, you know, let's all, let's all be honest. We all do that, right? You can tune out a little bit more when you're just talking, you're waiting for your name, right? You're oh, yeah. halfway listening. If they're talking about something else, right? You don't really care if you have the cameras on, Everyone's a lot more attentive, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you see someone staring at their phone, like everybody knows, just like you would <laughs> if you were in a real in a real right. meeting. If you're sitting there, if you fall asleep or you're flicking through your phone, like <laughs> someone's like, "Hey, knock it off," you know. Um, but I think I think VR, in the same way, like you know, when I was when I was texting someone back, you know, Bryce and his dad would look at me and they're like, "Hey, you're not paying attention." They're like throwing tomatoes <laughs> at me. And like, cause they can see that like, you know, the controllers are like all over. So my arms are like three chairs away and stuff. And like, then my head's like, you know, looking down, like I'm not paying attention. So I think it is a lot more interactive in that way. And I think that is, um, I think it's a good thing. You know, I, I don't think it's a good thing to be so disassociated from the people you work with, the work you're doing. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that makes it a little too easy, too easy to just tune out. Um, and right. I think it, I think it's engaging and more fun. So, um, you know, and for people who let's just all be honest, you know, we all got done with high school. We all got done with college. Um, you get your big boy job in California or wherever it is. And all of a sudden, a lot of your friends and family are all over the United States. Right. Um, yep. You can FaceTime each other while you're cooking or, you know, doing the laundry or whatever. Right. We all, you know, we all do that right now. I think VR is a way where we can all get together 
watch a game, watch a movie, whatever. You can and you can rent. Um, I didn't talk about that. You can rent movies, so that's a lot more legal. It seems like, right? <laughs> seems like yeah. <laughs> you can rent a movie in in VR, and I think and some of them are like the 3D capable ones, and they've ported oh. that to VR, which that's I think cool. that would be really cool. I kind of want to try that. Um, you know, and they're they're five bucks or whatever, but you get a bunch yeah. of people in there, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but that's I think another way for us to stay more connected as we get physically further apart from each other in some ways. So, so that was my first, I'll say real experience in what the metaverse is like at my job, we're not using VR to chat and we're not using it for teams. Um, we're not doing any of those things yet. So, uh, I would say this is my first like experience, not just playing fruit ninja by myself. Um, (laughs) so yeah, no. And I I think it was good. I don't think it was dystopian. It was, it was fun and I can see a lot of positives to it. So it sounds fun. It sounds like something that I think a lot of people would would enjoy. So once I get my VR set, whatever that is, it's going to be Oculus or going to be playstation and maybe playstation comes out with a big announcement like yeah we're gonna be like open to other mm. you know whatever i doubt it but that'd be cool we'll um, see that's think something that'd be something i would enjoy and we could hang out yeah i think VR. that'd be fun i think one thing you would really like um they make like adventure games in vr so it's nice. like puzzle games like i don't remember what it, which one it is they're a little more expensive like they're more like a full i think they're like 40 bucks a lot of the vr games mm-hmm. are ten dollars or eight dollars or something but um so they're more like a real game but they're like escape from like uh like a um a space station that's falling apart and you have to like solve the puzzle to like get out and you're floating like in in zero gravity and stuff like like i've seen it it looks really cool and like there's a bunch of games like that that are more like story based like you have to interact with it it's not a shooter it's not a you know whatever right um but I've, I've heard that they're actually really, really fun. Super duper cool. And that's one another another type of game that I'm interested in trying at some point here too. So, but I think I think you would enjoy that as well. Um, I think I'm sure, something I'm something sure I would enjoy. If you have PlayStation or wherever, they'll you'll be able to play that kind of a game. I'm sure they'll make them for, for every station. But um, yeah, so anyway, VR, it's cool. As you get more and more into VR, you'll have to do for a future episode. We'll have to do, you know, Michael's yeah. top five apps that he uses every every week in VR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely. I don't use it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest because I have we have friends that play games on PC or you know Switch yep. or whatever. So honestly, like I find myself hanging out with and like we use Discord or whatever, right? Um, I've I've I'm using what other people are using. Right. Yeah. But I think as soon as people are like, hey, we're all going to play Fruit Ninja or whatever it is. Right. But we're going to be on the VR chat, like jump into that. I would be I would I would have zero hesitations and I'd actually really enjoy that. So I think there is a little bit of an adoption curve, but I'm more and more people. Maybe you, Mark, Mm -hmm. um, are, you know, moving in the direction of the VR space. And I think as that goes, I think a lot of people are going to and I'm sure they'll put discord on you know, on the Oculus, it might already be there. I just haven't looked for it yet. Um, I think more and more of that's going to merge. The other one I got to figure out is how to answer and see text messages from my phone to my screen. <laughs> Cause it's super disorienting, like having to like pull the headset off and like shoot oh. a text message back real quick and then headset down, like controllers yeah. back on. Like it's not, it's not intuitive. And I, I think Bryce was telling me that you can integrate that with iPhone. Um, and then you won't get tomatoes difficult. thrown at you. Then you don't get tomatoes thrown at you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, yeah, there's some integration that needs to happen, some more adoption, but um, I can definitely see that in five years, 10 years. Like that's, you know, you would, people who are into gaming and into technology and stuff, you're just hanging out in VR for sure with your friends and whatever. So yeah, I think it's good. And I think that is where we will end today's episode. My call out for today is if anyone has any IFTTT applets that they think I would enjoy or think are really cool, please send them to forthefuturepod at gmail.com so I can check them out and potentially download and implement in my own home. Yeah, or any uh, any great uh, Oculus apps. That'd be fun too. I'd be happy to uh, get those and try them out, do a little review. For sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope uh, we have some some listeners still after our mini hiatus of the holidays. <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening and we'll we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.